Happy New Year, Jake. 2024 here and uh, pretty quietly as we go into the new year, at least so far, right? Yeah, to start, we'll be quiet, but things are changing really quickly as uh, what we expected, uh, not to uh, boost our own egos here, but our <laughs> forecast for the winter's holding true where we said early winter would be a little bit more uh, calmer and now things are starting to pick up and even with this weekend system, which we're going to talk a lot about, but even after that looks to be a quite an active storm pattern. And again, we're going to be on that classic issue for us here on Delmarva of where the rain snow line is. And typically it'll be a little too far north, but that doesn't mean we can't see the snow this weekend as well. Oh, that's right. And the, the storm track really starting to establish itself from the past couple systems. We saw that coming where, um, at least the intensity of the storms were starting to pick up and you can bet now that this is probably going to be what our winter is going to be like. And unlike the past couple of storms, this one actually will have a rain snow line with it within the scope of the mid-Atlantic. You mm. know, you have to look at it from uh, at least a wider lens when we're this far out. Uh, knowing that this is going to be a rain snow line, like you said, Probably not for us here in Delmarva. I mean, even if we were to get into some snow, it looks more and more likely that this would not be a plowable snow or a shovelable snow. This is going to be more for the interior cities, and even them, those metro areas, Baltimore, D.C., Philly, maybe more northwest of the cities. Yeah, it's a slam dunk that the northwest mountains, the ski resorts, will all see plenty of snow. Probably good news for them cl too. Close to a foot. Yeah, some of the ski videos I've seen of people are. Uh, a little pathetic, <laughs> pathetic even up in Vermont as well. I wouldn't call it skiing, but uh, it is going to be an interesting weekend. I know, I think just with the model guidance, it's kind of been all over the place. They've even noted that in some of the National Weather Service discussions that each model run has been its own little little thing. And each that's hard when you're this far out and all the models are all over the place. Eventually they come to consensus um, there's been a little bit of a trend of that rain snow line sagging just a little bit southward, but it'll be interesting because then, of course, the latest run put, pushed it back up. So that's what we're almost, what, six, seven days out still. So, Well, this is, we're still in that period of time and with a lot of forecasters, how we look at it here. When we're, you know, more than a week out, we're just looking for signals in the model data, essentially. Mm -hmm and then starting to look for patterns. We're still in that pattern recognition phase of the forecasting at six or seven days out. It, you know, it, to nail down a rain snow line, rain snow ice line, that has to happen when we've got better data, more consistent data coming in. And sometimes that's not until one or two days out in yeah, these type of storms. And it can change within the storm as well. And that's right. this piece of energy, we'll call it, is literally all the way up in the Pacific Northwest, barely on the land right now. Um, up the, there in Oregon and Washington. So it hasn't even made landfall. And typically when those pieces of energy make their way onto land, it, the models get a better grasp of it because it's able to kind of account for those variables of it traversing across the country. But regardless, it's going to have ample moisture and all the models agree on that. It's going to have widespread rain, snow, whatever it may be, there's ample moisture for it. We'll have issues here again with the coastal flooding just with the storm track. Uh, causing issues that way, plus probably some coastal flooding as well, regardless of the precipitation that we see. But I do think that uh, on the backside of it, it looks like there may be some snow that might squeak in. I don't think we'll get, like you mentioned, a plowable snow, but I think we'll for sure maybe see a little bit of more activity than just a 
random snow flurry, maybe some snow showers. Uh, don't expect it to stick, just it depends, again, how far that cold air seeps down and the rain snow line, of course, is always the magical line between you're getting a whole lot and not a whole lot because I know growing up we would always be, I was right south of I-95, we would never get that bullseye or we would get that changeover and just like 30 minutes north they got a foot of snow or something right. like that. And that's where the heaviest snow will lie. So it'll be interesting to see where it plays out. Well, I was like you. I, yeah, I grew up in the D.C. area, just down I-95 uh, in the metro area. But I was kind of the opposite of you. You were south of town with Philly. I was north of town with D.C. So we always got the better snows, um, almost the better snows. You really had to be just northwest of the city. I'd say where I was at in Montgomery County, if you were up in Frederick County, Maryland, if you were in you know western Loudoun County, Virginia, you had the best snows um, versus the southern part of the city where uh, down in southern Maryland, for instance, nothing. You know, the rain snow line would always set up like right across the metro area. So um, you probably had your days off of school, I'd imagine, right? <laughs> a little a little bit, yeah. We had a decent amount, more so less when I got older. But I remember middle school, we, there was almost a month where I think we went for like four, four or five days in like February or something. And didn't have any school for it almost was a week. Probably back in great. 2012 or 2013, <laughs> I think. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting. I don't think it'll be a completely rain event for us just some of the if you you can look up this if you so want to but some of the panel you can look at panels and look at the different ensemble runs or the variations within the ensemble and it's quite interesting to see just how much of a wide range each of the scenarios are just going hour by hour every three hours with the ensembles uh, that the difference of that track can be, and that can be the difference between seeing a whole lot of snow, no snow, all rain, but it is a very wide range forecast right now. The idea is there will be that rain snow line, and in behind it, there could be a chance for some exiting snow showers, which would be uh, beating our record from last year for snowfall because we're it already would. at uh, the trace. That's so right. We know where to go, but up from here. And these backside uh, snows on these systems. Um, it, it's, it's really, um, for snow lovers, it, it, it's very teasing because when you have a system moving out, you have low pressure that you're on the backside of it, essentially getting the northerly, northwesterly flow back in. The dry air is starting to wrap into the system. It's getting cold enough for snow, but you're losing the precipitation because just simply because the air is starting to dry out. And the mechanisms creating the precipitation itself are also starting to move away from you. So typically this means usually not much snow at all and like you said though it may break our record from last year because if all we have to do is just get another trace and we're fine and trace just enough to you know uh, call it recognize it. you recognize it right i like to call these type of snows too grassy surfaces type snows yeah. because usually they're the ones that accumulate or take on the snow the pavement some of those areas haven't caught up with the temperature just yet so usually like you said you don't expect it to stick in the classic sense that would cause driving issues or you know, uh, school delays or school closures. Yeah, and that would be the idea. If, if we're calling for a certain amount of rain, I do have it snowing as of now in Sunday morning, but it's gonna be more so just an aesthetic, maybe sticks on the grass, but it's just not gonna be, we're gonna get colder air, but not the coldest air we'll see this season. And that's some hope for later on with the, these storm tracks that we're gonna see is the polar vortex, we'll call it, or the high pressure that comes down from the Arctic only gets stronger into the winter. So with this, we aren't going to see the coldest air of the year. We'll see that maybe later January. But it's a good sign that we're already seeing this dip of the jet stream 
that'll come down, lock in a little bit of cold air. We'll get a little bit of uh, below freezing temperatures out ahead of it, but quickly it raises up with the rain. So it's a nice storm track for the future. Might not be our big snow that we think that we're going to get, but I wouldn't rule out, like you said, these grassy surfaces kind of uh, little, maybe we'll get a coating or an inch on the grassy surfaces, but it'll wash away pretty quickly on Sunday. And this is especially for northern areas of Delmarva too, the, the central and northern parts especially. Mm-hmm. Um, typically along the coast, when you talk about the Delaware beaches, Ocean City, and then especially down to Pocomoke City, uh, southern tip, Accomack County, those areas, um, usually they're the last to get snow, um, especially when you talk about Worcester County and then down to Accomack County in the type of scenarios that we're talking about, if you can kind of just see it with the warm sector of these storms moving up across the peninsula. The northwestern corner of the peninsula typically seeing the most snow, and I think that if we get enough uh, cold air in place before the precip stops, like you were talking about, we should get something that's measurable. Hopefully, yeah. yeah, That would be a nice aesthetic, pleasing to look at compared to... We've had snow flurries and showers, but definitely would be nice to get a coating, a little bit of some more impressive accumulations and setting the stage for what is looking to be a pretty active January because I know in some of the model runs it's not just a system it's looking like we might be getting a different system each week or possibly be even more just with how the El Nino setup is really starting to uh, take place and that's what we were expecting with El Nino the active storm track and we're starting to see that um, and it's really coming to fruition at this point but also what we expect at the beginning of winter with temperatures slightly above average no major arctic blast which is the most mm-hmm. important thing to get snow obviously and you know we haven't seen that yet but this is kind of right on target we're in early january we didn't expect uh really any appreciable chances for snow to start taking shape until later in the month and then into february so i think we're right on track honestly from my perspective for where our winter is heading yeah, and again, all it takes is just one little surge of that colder air, yep. and it can completely change the outlook from one of these long-range systems. And that's another key with these, especially this far out, is you can't really predict temperatures that far out. You can look for trends and uh, patterns that we see, but more so it's better off finding those dips in the jet stream and just how strong it will be is a little more indicative than you know looking at temperatures on a model that go out almost a month. You're not going to be able to figure that out. It's more so the trends, and we are seeing the colder start to January now, much colder than where we were last week. We're getting almost below average with our highs and lows or right around where we should be. That'll continue to go down as January is our second coldest month. So will be good news for the later parts of January if we can continue this. And I expect, like you mentioned, we're kind of right on the El Nino track. So end of the month, maybe uh, we'll be talking some uh, bigger snowstorms instead of maybe a nuisance event. There you go. Snow lovers, get the uh, shovels ready. Snow uh, haters, get the shovels ready. I mean, we're, we are, uh, I think, on track, as we talked about, for what we expect the potential for a little bit of snow um, eventually. It just uh, doesn't look like with this system is going to be too much. But, of course, uh, we're several days out from the weekend. That is incentive to join us again next Wednesday for WeatherWise, our podcast, because we'll be talking about uh, the recap of the storm after it goes through and see how the forecast came together leading up to those days. So you definitely want to download and stream and uh, check back in with us. But, again, thank you for joining us. Another edition here of WeatherWise. I'm Chief Meteorologist Rich Wardzik this week with Meteorologist Jake Grant. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you again next Wednesday.